Welcome to our Friday podcast on the Psalms. Some simple devotional thoughts. Today we consider Psalm 92. This psalm focuses on praise of God. Whilst its title tells us that it was written to be sung on the Sabbath, we should be giving praise to God every day. And of course, it is God's right to receive our praise every day. The psalm begins with these words. It is good to give thanks to the Lord, to sing praises to your name, O Most High. C.H. Spurgeon says on this verse, It is good in itself, it is good for those who hear it, but it is especially good for our own hearts to give thanks unto the Lord. And notice in this verse what calls forth our praise. God's name. It is good to sing praises to your name. By God's name, we mean God's character, all that God is in his person and all that he does. And as we go through this psalm, there is so much that causes us to praise God. Firstly, notice who he is in verse one. The Most High. In other words, the one exalted above all else. There is none like him. The one who is unique. In verse 2, there is his steadfast love and his faithfulness. In his covenant with his people, God has promised to love them faithfully. In verse 4 and the beginning of verse 5, there is his works. At the works of your hands I sing for joy. How great are your works, O Lord! This is God's works in time and space. God is not out of touch with his creation, but works in it to fulfil his purposes. In the second part of verse 5 and verse 6, there is God's wisdom far beyond our understanding. Your thoughts are very deep. The stupid man cannot know. The fool cannot understand this. Surely the wisdom of God, so great and beyond compare, humbles us and draws out our adoration for him. In verses 7 to 9, there is the eternity of God in contrast to the perishing of his enemies. They are doomed to destruction forever, but you, O Lord, are on high forever. For behold, your enemies shall perish. In verses 10 and 11, there is God's justice. He empowers the weak and frail, well defeating their enemies. But you have exalted my horn like that of the wild ox. My eyes have seen the downfall of my enemies. In verses 12 to 14, there is God blessing his people. This is seen in the flourishing and fruitful lives of God's people. The righteous flourish like the palm tree and grow like a cedar in Lebanon. They still bear fruit in old age 
they are ever full of sap and green. It is clear that this flourishing, this fruitfulness, this vitality is not in God's people themselves, but from God, because they flourish in the courts of our God. In verse 15, there is the righteousness of God. The Lord is upright. There is no unrighteousness in him. And in verse 15, we see that he doesn't let his people down, for he is their rock. They can depend upon him. They have a strong foundation in him. He will not fail them. As you can see from this psalm, there is so much about God, all that he is and all that he does that causes us to praise him. The small amount of praise that we often give God is an unsuitable acknowledgement for the depth and greatness of his character. I want to finish with another quote from C.H. Spurgeon. To give thanks to God is but a small return for the great benefits wherewith he daily loadeth us. Yet as he by his spirit calls it a good thing, we must not despise it or neglect it. Join me on Monday for Psalm 93.